This is the Abundant in Love podcast, helping you discover or reconnect intimacy and sexuality in your life and relationships. This isn't about sex or being sexy. It's about building connection and providing you with the insight needed to restore trust and love in yourself. You got to believe you deserve it. Then you just got to ask for it. Now, please welcome your host, Barbara Bartosh. Hello, lovelies. Welcome to another episode of Abundant in Love podcast. This is a pretty special episode. I'm sitting on the floor in my daughter's room with her three friends. My daughter is 17 and her friends are 16 and 17, that age range. And I thought it would be interesting to speak with people much younger than myself about what they're thinking about the topic of intimacy and sexuality. I think as adults, we make a lot of assumptions, and uh, I would just like to hear from, you know, their mouths what their thoughts are on this subject. So, welcome everybody. Hi. Hi. So, I guess my first question is, when you hear the word intimacy, what do you think of? And anyone can talk. Like being close to someone? Okay. Yeah, just like... It's okay. (laughs) Romantic intimacy. Yeah, like just romance in general. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, just what they said. Okay, so romance and closeness. Uh, Sexuality, that Uh word. Uh Something we're not supposed to talk to our parents about. Taboo. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're on a podcast talking about taboo. Okay. Um, When you hear sexuality, do you think that is just sex? Not necessarily. No. Like, sexuality can be like... The way you swing. Or the way you present yourself. Yeah. yeah. Like, like a swagger, but and, sexual. Yeah. Okay. How about you? The same? Sure, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, I think that you guys are right in that area. Sexuality is kind of an umbrella. So, under it, you do kind of have that how you present yourself, how you act, how you behave. So, do you think that teenagers know what intimacy and sexuality are as in they can put it in practice into practice no i mean maybe not all of them there are probably a select few but i don't know okay what about you you said no immediately it really depends on the kind of environment you're in but i feel like a lot of people lump intimacy and sex into the same kind of little ball because they think like oh okay it's what i see on tv it's what i see on tv shows but they don't really know how to separate those two and that they kind of coexist like a yin and yang kind of thing okay okay yeah and it depends on the context a lot too like of what people think and what their life is and what they've seen that's true do you think uh what they grow up in has yeah definitely yeah for sure and um so do you do you agree with the statement that you can be sexual and not intimate at all. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Okay, what does that mean to you when you hear me say that? Friends with benefits. Friends with benefits, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, okay. I, I can't do that personally. I, yeah, me neither, really. It's really stupid. Oh, I'm glad you guys are being honest. This is awesome. I feel like a lot of teenagers just have sex because they feel like that's what they're supposed to do. Yeah, and like that's not really the, the whole point most of the time. Mm-mm. Or at least I don't think it should be. So do you think that adults are running around thinking... The teenagers just want sex. Yeah. Oh, or, yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. I or do. yes, yes. Sorry. Yes. You do that's think what, we're that's thinking what I, that? That's what I think a lot of people think. Yeah. Because okay. like, the thing now is like a lot of people are just lonely. Yeah. Just in general. Yeah, because like, kids can be as lonely yeah. as adults. Because adults yeah. focus on their loneliness, but teenagers can be just as lonely. Yeah. 
Okay. And so like I don't think it I don't think the one thing going through somebody's mind when they're not in a relationship is man, I really wish I was having sex right now. Yeah. No, it's probably it's probably man, I wish I had somebody that I could just like you know, be with right now. Talk to. Yeah. Watch movies with, walk around with. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Which is exactly what adults are thinking about. Yes, exactly. Um, if you guys could like tell adults, parents, your parents or just any anybody, like what do you think the major misconception is we have or that you wish we knew or understood? I mean, I think a lot of adults think that teenagers are very stupid yeah, when it comes to sex or really anything. Some of us are more like uh, intelligent that yeah. we seem like we have a lot more common sense like we may do something stupid but we'll realize it and then like yeah. backtrack learn from our mistake and just because like a lot forward. of adults had to do the the same thing you know right. they had to go through some mistake and you know now they've learned from it obviously because they're adults right <laughs> that's how well, it goes for me at least i wish i could especially with my mom because i don't know i guess because my dad was like a really sexual person and that led to a lot of problems with their relationship and other relationships. I guess she kind of expects that from me since I'm his daughter. But more than anything, I crave emotional intimacy. I don't really care about that other stuff. A bunch of people would probably disagree, but I, I, <laughs> I care about emotional intimacy. I, I need constant reassurance. It's probably unhealthy, but... <laughs> <laughs> so do you, um, go, you know, keeping with what you're talking about... So since you're a teenager and there's that idea out there that all guys want one thing, is it difficult to have emotional intimacy with teenage boys or guys? Yes, because these two here are like very different, I would say, because they're actually like in touch with their brains and they think before they do things most of the time. It's, it is really hard because it's gotten to the point where it's really hard to trust anybody because... You know, a lot of people, like, boys only do all one thing. That is true for a lot of boys. But it takes me a long time to trust somebody. But once that trust is earned, it can be, like, built up or it can be taken away really easily. So, yeah, it okay. is really hard. Okay. Thank you. Awesome. How about you? Anything? I mean, like, I haven't really been in many relationships, but I had one very bad one, mm -hmm. as we all know. And he definitely just wanted one thing. Right. And I was lucky enough to get out of it before he, like, took it. So. Right. And there, there is definitely, like, a very big difference, especially with maturity. Like, because I feel like the more mature you are, the more you realize that there's a lot more to life than just sex and, like, money and stuff like that. Like, material things and things that are obtained easily. Right. Like, there's a lot more to life than that. There's a lot more to a relationship than that. And you can't just throw someone around just because you want one thing. Right. Like, you need to you need to build up the trust and the support and communicate with them. Because, like, sex is, like, the highest form of communication and trust. Mm -hmm. Like, you're putting something very special into someone's hands. Especially if it's a, your first time. Right, right. Because, yeah, you don't just do that with anyone. Yeah, we saw that. Um, <laughs> did you guys see that movie Lady Bird? No. Okay, I wouldn't think guys would, but it, th there's a really good scene where she thinks it's his first time as well, and it's not, and oh. she walks away, like, you know, the hype of it all. Yeah. It just, just completely disappointed. She had, you know, done the most vulnerable, intimate thing, thinking he was doing the same, only to find out that this is something he's done a ton of times before, so. It, that's awful. I know, like, I feel like a lot of boys think it's okay 
Like, I, I know how I said sex was, like, a taboo earlier. Like, a lot of adults think that, or... And teenagers are kind of starting to come out of that. But I, I'm kind of in, like, a rough place because... Is it okay to talk about? It's like two people's relationship, and that's not okay to talk about to other people, whether it's the person you're dating now, like, your friends, you know? It's really something you gotta communicate, because I wouldn't want someone going around saying, oh, yeah, you know, talking about all this intimate stuff we did with other people, because that's just not okay. Right. Well, especially in the environment you guys are, where <laughs> gossip can run rampant, yeah, you yeah, almost have to protect mm-hmm. yourselves and each other, because... Literally ruined my life. Right, exactly. So, and I think um, it's, I mean, even adults, you know, I don't think should run around, but you guys are in a, just the perfect environment. Yeah. Well, see, like, the reason so many people will, like, just so easily, like, bring it up and talk about it is because for a lot of people, it's very, very new, and they want, one, reassurance that what they're doing is, you know, normal, ah. as well as just, like, like normal in huge quotations, obviously. Right. But, um like, you know, that other people will be like, yes, that's okay, and you're, you're doing fine. Right. Um, Somebody to play yeah. off of, ask yeah. questions. Yeah, because it's not like you can go to your parents. Right. Because you don't want to tell your parents what you're doing. Right. Yeah. So it's... Or even if you're okay with that, sometimes it's just, like, too uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. So you're saying even if the parent knows that that's happening and they're okay with it, it's still yeah. not something you want to yeah. hang out with mom. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I was meaning. So, like, but, like, they want one reassurance and... Two, it's so new. They want to like, they want to share everything that they've yeah. like learned and everything they've experienced as okay. well. Okay, that makes it's sense. It's exciting. Yeah, yeah. kind of. It's like new territory. Mm-hmm. It, it's a whole, it's a whole yeah. new world. It's like you're dipping your toe in water, <laughs> and you're like, I'll just jump right in. Right. Well, I do know that psychologists say that they believe that they have found through research and through the years that they believe the prime time that somebody can emotionally handle sex is and intimacy is college age yeah would you agree with that for sure probably yeah because high school is a bit early but you can you can start you know you can um, start toying with everything you can start like being in relationships that are more serious you can you can start like being more intimate with people but in college you can you have less consequence i guess because you aren't with your parents Mm -hmm. like you're if something happens you're much more it, independent. Yeah. But if something happens when you have sex, it's not going to affect your whole family. It'll mainly just affect you for the most part. Because, like, if you're in high school and you get, like, pregnant or something, you know, your family has to deal with that. And right. if you get, like, pregnant in college, that's just on you. Like, Well, I think parents would still jump in. I well, think it I would still affect the well, family. Well, I personally wouldn't want anyone to deal, right. like, deal with it. Because if I get pregnant, that's on me. That's my fault. I'll deal with it. Right. You look like you want to say something. I think a large part of it is also the different environments. High school is much more small mm-hmm. and more gossipy with everyone. Yeah. College, there's a lot of people. Some of them you won't see twice, you know. True. Not College is chill. Like, big of a deal. <laughs> right. If something, like, happens, you know. Right. It's well, not, I... Gonna, like, not everyone's going to find out about it like they would mm-hmm. in high school. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. It would just be a group or whatever, yeah. And you can get away from it. Mm-hmm. Well, and I'm just thinking emotionally to handle it, you know, the intimacy side with sexuality. I think that, you know, when the psychologists were talking about it, it's just the responsibility 
the the emotions and the conflicting emotions that come with intimacy and sexuality I think they're saying that, you know, when you're 20, 21, 22, you are more emotionally mature. Oh, for sure. And, and you're definitely more, like, concrete in your sexuality as well. There you go. Yeah, because you, you use high school to, like, figure yourself out. Yeah. And then college to really, like, finalize everything, I think. Okay, okay. Or to at least continue learning. Yeah, because, mm-hmm. yeah, like, in high school, you know, you're like, oh, am I, like, gay or whatever? Am I straight? <laughs> am I and a then, boy? Right. Yeah, you just you decide, you know, who you are, who you want to be, and then mm-hmm. when you go into college, you can either continue it, like continue figuring yourself out, right. or just you kind of find your people yeah. in college. You, yeah, yeah, which would probably help a lot with like intimacy, especially like platonic. Yeah, because you can be intimate with your friends. Right. Oh, I'm glad you said that because I was wondering if you guys were going to, you know, realize that intimacy goes beyond intimacy. Could even be like a difficult conversation with your mom Mm -hmm. it could be um a business relationship with a partner and asking for what you need it's just growing you know closer to somebody and like having a better understanding of who they are exactly it's a lot of trust yeah right because like intimacy and sexuality both i think intimacy is an umbrella and sexuality is an umbrella and they kind of cross it's like a venn diagram right yes and then underneath though the umbrellas is all the things you know you got you got intimacy Sexual intimacy, emotional intimacy, spiritual intimacy, intellectual intimacy. Yeah. And then the sexuality, you have sexual awareness, self-love, um, you know, uh, comfort um, and such. So there's a lot of dynamics in there. So that's why I think psychologists talk about college age being better because yeah. of all mm-hmm. those dynamics under those umbrellas. And you just have more experience with just being with people in general. True, true. Mm-hmm. And so now you're, you're not getting rides from parents. You're meeting yeah. people places. and um, That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> so are you guys looking forward to college since all of you are only about a year and a half-ish away? I, yeah, I, I hate it here. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I'm looking forward to it. I'm trying to just, like, enjoy my time while I'm in high school and just, like, be content with it, I guess. Um, kind of a little bit of both. I okay. kind of don't normally what I want to yeah. do. So. I'm probably in the same boat as that. Right, right. It's kind of like a going into the unknown. Right, because you may not be running off to college. You yeah. may be getting a job. You may be traveling. You may be, I mean, who knows? Yeah. So I'm just it, nervous for the most part about finding a house, getting yeah. a job, just right juggling everything. Taxes. I remember I, I had Being a... Being an adult in general scares me adulting. a lot. <laughs> I had a friend, um, we're not friends anymore, but I had a friend where... One day, uh, I was just talking to him over the internet, and he was looking at houses, like, already. And we were, like, freshmen in high school. <laughs> is this who I think it is? He, we were, it probably is. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he was, like, on his computer, already looking at places to live. And well, probably and panicking. He was, and he was, no, I oh. wasn't, he wasn't panicking, he was completely calm, and that's oh. what scared me. <laughs> I was, like, sitting adult. there, like, he's already looking at places to live, and I'm just sitting here on my butt. <laughs> like, I'm playing a video game. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I need to get my life together. Right. <laughs> well, and then you have a who takes on the responsibility of everything and acts like you won't even buy her a shirt. And and then when you spend money like on people. school clothes, she panics. Because I don't like people buying things for me. That's how <laughs> I am, too. It makes me feel bad. All right, let's take a break and hear from our sponsor, and I'll be right back. Yep is the Young Entrepreneur Project launching here in North America to help entrepreneurs grow a successful business, whether young in age or young at heart. 
By utilizing advanced social media training, business coaching, and mentoring, you'll see significant growth in customer loyalty, all while expanding your entrepreneurial spirit through amazing trips, lifestyle travel, and creating a residual stream of income. Go to sayyeptosuccess.com and schedule a 30-minute session to find out how YEP can help you live the life you want and have the business you deserve. Thanks to our sponsor, and welcome back. Let's get started again. Okay, what happens when you are, when you find yourself with somebody since um, you guys have dated or like people or whatever, who does not seem as emotionally mature as you? Ugh. <laughs> she has a lot Dang to Dang it. <laughs> that sucks. That sucks because you feel like you're doing something wrong and you need to overcompensate. And then you feel like a psycho for overcompensating. And they're like, eh, and you're like, I love you. Right. And they're like, I don't really. I'm just going to have sex with you and then move on out yeah right and that, then they the, tell everybody about it and it's like i didn't know everyone else was in our relationship that's why i broke up with you right that's that almost happened to me it's like, awful you know regrets lots right. of stress there's a lot of stress in that because you're like what am i doing wrong what have i done you, you know they're just guilt tripping you and it's like, like come on if you don't do this you don't love me yeah and like it's like that so is, people really say that yes. yes one time i was sitting in the back of my mind it blows car, my mind too don't and worry i was this guy was trying to like unhook my bra and I was like, dude, my mom is right there. And he's like, then get off me then. And I was like, wow. I can't say any experiences with Adam. I've been, I don't have a lot of experience. But the experience <laughs> right. I had has been very good so far. Right, well, that's good. <laughs> I really had good experiences, but I can't say like anything specifically I can think about to, right. to say what's wrong with them. Well, I do know that, you know, one thing is you become an adult and that I'm learning at 42 years old is the concept of self-love because if you get to this point of self-love and validation from yourself and not other people things like thinking it's your problem or it's your issue or why doesn't he's treating me badly or she's treating me badly so that must mean I am instead of saying he or she is treating me badly they have an issue I'm okay yeah. And that is the ultimate place to get to. And I will let you know, even for a 42-year-old, I have a hard time with that. Because I think we're wired to immediately go to this place of, what did I do wrong? Because you want to stay with the pack. And if the pack is treating you badly, then you're probably thinking that you're doing something wrong. Exactly. Or you want to hold on to somebody because mm -hmm. your self-worth in that moment, is so unfortunately, low. <laughs> is low. So then you're like, well, what's wrong with me? What can I do to make this better when it wasn't even your problem all along? Mm -hmm. So one of the reasons why I'm wanting to do the podcast and the coaching I do is for the very fact of grabbing people your age or a little older in college and stuff so they are not learning this at 40 years old. Mm -hmm. Because I think of how much richer your lives could be and how less convoluted if you could learn these things now instead of later. I agree. I wish my parents had had something like this because it would have made their lives like... I feel like it could have saved them from themselves. Ah. It's just, I really wish that my parents had something like this to, like, to listen to, and especially my dad, to, like, you know, pull that out of his butt. Right. <laughs> so does, do relationships, does the idea of relationships, I know that they're, they're exciting, but do they scare you yes. as well? Oh, yeah, yes. absolutely. Yeah. Okay. They're terrifying. They are. Okay, what is like, the, dating, the biggest fear? Dating is, like, 
like a road that is just filled with so many roadblocks and like at the time you don't know what they're gonna be and it's really scary at the time and like there's just all this stuff that could happen and stuff that maybe won't and stuff that maybe will and you have no idea what it's all gonna be it's it's terrifying right so what is the <laughs> ultimate fear though with that like what is the end fear coming out of all of that all the roadblocks and all the junk dying mm. alone dying alone know. okay no i mean yeah i just because usually that fear that all the fears come from this one foundational fear which alone just being alone in general yeah okay do you have any at this point i don't i don't know i feel like personally i would rather not fall for anyone you know like not catch any feelings because it'd be it's easier, just easier. Okay. I don't have to worry about anything else. Mm-hmm. I'm just okay. scared of disappointing people. Disappointing who? Everyone, all the time. With your choices, behavior, or what? All of it. Okay. It's kind of hard, especially being a 16-year-old girl in high school and, like, dating boys. It's just like, like, I'm dating somebody right now, and I'm just kind of scared because he's really nice. He's, like, the nicest anyone's ever been to me. And I'm like, I haven't disappointed you yet, but I feel like I will. That's how I feel. Okay. Because you feel like it's around the corner. Yeah, yeah it's like things are so good, and they're just gonna go like. Because <coughs> that's what happened last time. You know, everything was fine, and then it just he got mad, and he just wasn't putting up with me, and he didn't want to spend any time with me. But he's he still kept me around for some reason. And right. The only reason I think he kept me around was to have sex with me. Right. And I hate that phrase, kept me around, but sometimes that, we that's do that. True. Sometimes that's we keep what, people around. Yeah. And, For a rainy day. And he asked about it all the time. He was like, when are we going to have sex? It's not that big of a deal. And Even I would give... It is. Oh, yeah, it is a big deal to me. And right. I don't care if it's not a big deal to him. But I just... I Like, months of that, he just... Like, I should have known... That wait, he's been asking about this for the past like eight months. Something's up, and, and then he's not treating me well. And then when he broke up with me a couple of weeks or months later, I realized like wait, that whole time, he he just that's all he wanted. Right. But do you feel like you came out of it having learned things that you know without a doubt you won't go back oh, to? Oh, for sure. Good. For sure. And that's I mean that's the thing. Do you as well? Definitely. Okay. I'm never going to settle for someone who is not in touch with their emotions or is immature and doesn't know what they want Mm -hmm. or someone who isn't independent. That's, I I can't deal with that. Not again. Those are deal breakers for you. Yeah. I'm not going to. Which this is when you're supposed to start establishing deal breakers. Yeah. I'm not going to make myself go through that again. Right. Because I already had to. Because you deserve more. Yes, I do. Good. I think anybody does. Yeah. There's this phrase that I heard, it's like, that's the thing about wearing rose-colored glasses, that all the red flags just look like flags. Ah, I like that. And I, I've been thinking about that a lot lately. It's just, I know you know that's from. <laughs> well, it's interesting because some lady told me once, I brought up red flags, and she said, were they, she's, and I said, I'm not great at um, catching red flags, and here I am, 42 years old and not so great at it, and she goes, because sometimes they're pink. So when they're pink, you're like... It's not red. Yeah. It, it's, it, I'm kind of uncomfortable, but it's not glaring. Yeah, there's like, so is this bad or not? And then when it becomes glaring, that's when you need to stop. Right. And then, unfortunately, though, you've gone really far yeah, sometimes and you're like, once I you just get don't. to that. You're used to I, it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So if you could give... like, I want to hear from each of you. 
I'll let you think on it, so I'll start here. Um, if you could give one, okay, there's, first, we'll do this twice. The first one is if you could say something to somebody your age, because this is national, some form of advice or encouragement, what would it be? Let people love you. Ah. You're worth it. Let people love you. What happens when you forget? What do you do? What should you do? What can you do if you forget that? I would take a huge step back. Reevaluate everything yeah, around you. Exactly. Think of things that you do good. Don't ever forget the things that you're good at. There might not be that. You might not think there are that many. You might think you're terrible at everything and you're just walking disappointment, but there has to be something you're good at. There's no waste of human life. Right, right. That's, that's excellent. How about you? Just don't, don't settle for something that isn't what you want. Don't put yourself through something just because you're lonely mm -hmm. or because you, you think you love them. You need to like look at yourself, ask yourself questions like, is this good for me? What am I getting out of this? Do I, do, how long do I want to be with this person? And are they worth being with? Like, just don't settle for anything that is below what you deserve. Everyone deserves um, like the highest respect and love, for sure. Excellent. How about you? Um, always voice your own opinions and what you actually think. Because I know sometimes it can be hard to say, you know, oh, I really don't agree with that. And I think you should be able to actually be able to say that. And I know it's really hard to sometimes. Yeah, that's for sure. Because you, you are scared of like disappointing somebody or uh, making them feel like you know, making them feel like you don't love them because of this one thing. And that doesn't always have to be the case. You can love somebody and disagree with them on so many things. Oh, absolutely. That doesn't have to be the way it is. And um, and also, like, just just realize what you what you want and don't, like, like, like she said, don't settle for things because you're lonely because that can, that can happen very easily. Like, like, I've had people, you know, come to me and just because I was lonely and sad, uh, I would be like, I will consider this. Right. Even though I've never thought about actually being in a relationship relationship with them before. Okay, okay. But it almost seemed worth yeah. it just to keep you from just being Just for alone. validation and right. just for, you know, not being alone anymore. Yeah. Would you guys be surprised that even 40-year-olds do that and 50-year-olds? No, My no father. not at all. Yeah, exactly. How about you? Um, take your time with things. Oh, yeah, that too. Don't worry oh, yeah. about it. Don't dive straight into things. It's not a good idea. Just in general. People worry so much that they create these, like, false narratives and different things in their heads that just hurt themselves for no reason. And you always got to think about, like, like if you're in an, already in a relationship, you got to think about what they're comfortable with and how quickly they want to take things and how quickly they want to, like, take those steps of being in a relationship and, like, you know, all the things that people will do. Right. Because you're not the only one yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah exactly. You're on pace, really. Right. You and you don't, you don't know it. their history with relationships and, like, where they've been and what they've done and, like, maybe all the issues that they have because of that. And you've got to take all of them into account. Well, that's kind of the epitome of um, intimacy is dialogue and finding yeah, out yes, where this person's coming from and what they need and what they want versus what you need and want. And if you can meet in the middle and mm -hmm. that all takes dialogue. That's why I think uh, the best relationships are built on like communication and accountability. Mm -hmm. There you go. Well, and like he said, the time. Yeah. Not rushing things. Yeah, you talk so. to them and you're like, hey, I don't want to do this. Take things slow. And just communication and holding each other accountable. Mm. Sometimes people feel like uh, 
it, like they have to be in a relationship because everyone's you know doing it exactly just take your time and we've yeah. got to find you i guess it's exactly yeah how I felt. it's okay to be alone it's okay to think about how much free time you have well, <laughs> make, that's true. make sure you have enough <laughs> my daughter is eyeing him <laughs> the guy i'm dating right now like i had had a lot of boyfriends before that because as much as i don't want to admit it i really was like Man, everybody else has a boyfriend, and I'm all sad and alone. Me and the guy I'm dating right now have been friends for, like, two years. Ah, that'll help. Yeah, we've both been through a lot, and we both really... We kind of liked each other, but we never really talked about it. And then we finally were just like, hey, why not? Right. And um, make sure that the person, like, before you date somebody, really think, like... I don't know. I think it's a good idea to just date. Like, make sure they're, like, your best friend before, Ah. before you start. Right. And, like, make sure that that's, you know, like, wow, I, like, enjoy spending time with them, and I think I would like to spend a lot more. Because you already have that foundation. Yeah. This is sweet. (laughs) So I have one more question, and it's kind of following what we just did. But if you could say anything to the the adult in your life, you don't have to say who it is, the adult in your life that you feel misunderstands you the most, what would you say? I don't know what I'm doing. I don't, and I don't want to disappoint you by being like you, because as, as hard as you try, I know I wasn't a plan, and I know this wasn't where you intended for your life to go, but all I want to do is make people happy, and I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not this like, sex fiend, <laughs> I like making people happy, and I want to make you happy, I want to make my boyfriend happy, I want to make my friends happy, just be patient. Please, please be patient. Okay, I like that. And just on a side note before we go to you, is you know you cannot really love people and make them happy until you love yourself and find happiness. And I'm finding that out at 40, so my hope for you is that you find that out now. It's hard. It is. It's very hard. How about you? I can handle myself. I basically know what I want. I know what I want to do with my life. I know who to trust. I, I trust my parents. I and I don't keep things from them, even though they probably think I do. I really don't. So I, I can just handle myself. It's, I believe That's you. about it. I believe you 100%. <laughs> um, I do. <laughs> I do. I, I guess I would say to them, like, I don't know, I'm not stupid. <laughs> right. Even though you make me feel like I am, I'm not. And, you know, maybe a lot of the stupid things that I do are kind of your fault, and I kind of wish you didn't. But, hey, and, you know, they're getting a lot better. And I, I shouldn't say that, <laughs> but I just, I don't know. I don't have a lot of respect for this particular person right now, but I, they're slowly getting, getting it back, and I think, that, I think that they're on the right track, and I, I'm hopeful for them, I guess. That's awesome. Okay, how about you? To the person in my life who I think misunderstands me the most, I have no clue what I'm doing. Really have no clue. And also, I was not up until five in the morning. I woke up at that time. (laughs) That's going to be an inside thing that we don't understand, but they will. So would you guys at least be open to knowing, I guess, if I told you that parents, just speaking on parents' behalf, that we are just basically you... 25 years later having figured some stuff out 
So we are doing the best that we can with the resources we have and the experience in, in the moment we're in right now. Yeah, what, I, I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> but we are. We're just grown-up versions of you who have figured, yeah. you know, a couple more things out. Grown-ups are just kids that got older. Yeah, yeah. And we just, we, we've, had, we've had a few more experiences, therefore we have figured a few more things out through those experiences but we're really just older versions of you guys what do you have to say i'm embarrassed by the fact i said (laughs) grown-ups you're so old (laughs) Um, i have a really it's just like what you said about having to learn all these things at 40 it's just kind of worrying to think that a certain person in my life is never going to come to realize these things and is never going to stop putting himself for other people including me and I just really, I really, really, really wish somebody had done something like this for him a long time ago. Right. So he wouldn't be, like, destroying himself over things that he can fix. Right. But the key is, this is your life. Yeah. And you have a purpose and a trajectory. And it's your responsibility to go out and make that work. You're responsible for you. He's responsible for him. And you can't convict somebody or guilt them or shame them into becoming who you believe they could be. Because if you think about it, you wouldn't want somebody doing that to you. So the unfortunate thing is you can change your life, but you can't change his. But, um, you know, changing your life at least is a testimony and an example to him um, to at least inspire him possibly one day. And that's all you can do. I thank you guys for joining me i don't think it was as awkward do you think it was as awkward as we thought it would be that was actually pretty fun (laughs) i enjoyed that so if people enjoyed this episode and they were curious about a few more of your ideas and thoughts in these areas would you if your parents allowed it would you be open to coming back on yeah sure Sure. okay thanks guys pizza Oh, yeah, you guys get, I'm, I'm offering them, uh, you know, the bribery for them doing this was giving them pizza, pizza. so that's what we're going to do. See, I like how this entire time you're trying to make us sound like adults, and now you're just like, well, I bribed them into pizza, right, that's the only exactly. reason they did it. Thank you for joining us, I hope you got value from this, and I hope that it will spark some conversations with your teenagers at home. I think that we underestimate teenagers greatly, and I think this episode uh, really shows that. So please join us next week, and we will see you later. That's all for this episode of the Abundant in Love podcast. Be sure to like it if you love it by subscribing to the show and engaging with us on social media at Abundant in Love podcast on Facebook and Instagram, or visiting our website at AbundantInLove.com. Remember, you got to believe you deserve it. Then you just got to ask for it right here on the Abundant in Love podcast.